0: You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27, When he asks to marry your daughter. We knew it was coming. Our 22-year-old daughter Jennifer had already told us they were planning to get married. So the priority mail letter I received from her boyfriend Tim inviting me to breakfast was a tip-off the size of Mount Rushmore. They were both coming to town for Thanksgiving, and he wanted to meet me the day after. Our Thanksgiving went well. Then the next morning, we headed off to a restaurant for breakfast. Our son Michael, friends with Tim in college, asked if he could come too. Tim said that was fine with him. And so that's how the beginning of this most memorable of family events began. I'd like to tell you about it and what I learned. It might help you when you faced what I faced. It happened on Friday, November twenty seventh, 1992, and started at 8.09 a.m. at the restaurant. I know that for a fact because the other day I found the cassette tape recording of our meeting buried in a box deep in our basement. Tim was fine with me recording our session together that day. I can't remember why I wanted to record it. I know it wasn't for training purposes or quality improvement like they say every time you're put on hold on a phone call. I didn't think I would ever need it for a court proceeding or that some reality TV show would be interested. Reality TV hadn't been invented yet. Maybe I had a hunch that I could use it for a podcast episode 26 years later. Oh yeah, that's right. Podcasts hadn't been invented then either. Well, after hunting around for a cassette tape recorder, I listened to the 40-minute tape, complete with restaurant background noises and the waitress asking if I wanted more coffee. From the recording, I learned that I ordered a bacon and cheese omelet that morning. Maybe I should put that on Facebook. Oh, Carol is rolling her eyes right now. I'm so glad I had that tape because I couldn't find my written copy of the questions I asked. I know I saved it on my computer, but that was three to four computers ago. Anyway, here are the questions I asked. You'll see them in the show notes. You can also grab a copy by going to johncertalic.com forward slash resources. Click on the resources button and you'll see a page that drops down. Click on that and you'll find the list that you can download. So, here we go. Questions to ask the man who asks to marry my daughter. Number one, why do you want to get married? The thing I was looking for in this question is not so much uh, what he said, but really how he said it. I was looking for uh, some degree of thoughtfulness, some degree of reflection, um, and and Tim did great with this. Now, I'm not going to reveal his answers, but suffice it to say, uh, I was really impressed with all of his answers. So that's the first one. Why do you want to get married? Number two, why do you want to get married now? You know, we talked about their life circumstances. My daughter had graduated already. Tim had a year to go in college. Why now? And again, he gave a really good answer. Number three, why marry our daughter? There are millions of other women you could marry. Why do you want to marry her? (laughs) Um, they, they both had been dating other people. And Tim commented how that was very useful in helping him determine the kind of person that he was looking for. And it certainly was true with, with Jennifer, too. I, I just thought that was a great answer. And they both dated really fine people, just that they weren't, weren't quite a match. So that's number three, why marry our daughter? Number four, how do you think our daughter will benefit from marrying you? How will you compliment her? You know, what does he see as his strengths going, in, going into the marriage, and how is that going to benefit our daughter? Number five, how do you think you will benefit from spending the rest of your life with our daughter? You know, I wanted to see what, what he saw as, as a benefit to him from marrying Jennifer. Number six, how do you plan to be a leader for our daughter? How will you lead? I imagine that if you would ask a lot of guys this question, they wouldn't have the foggiest clue. But, but Tim did, and he had a really great answer uh, for that. Because I wanted, you know, my, my goal was really I wanted my daughter to marry someone who would be a leader in their family, where he would wear the pants of the family and not our daughter. Number seven. Picture our daughter weighing fifty pounds more than she does now. How will you deal with that? Now Jennifer is as skinny as a rail. I mean she's really quite thin, but we all know that as we age, that doesn't always last. For her her though it has. And, and he gave a great answer too. He wasn't just looking at her as some beauty queen. Uh, he knew that that was possible, and if that changed, he would, be, he would be okay with that. Number eight, what are the specific things you like about our daughter? I really wanted to see how perceptive he was. What are the qualities that we saw in her that are just really quite admirable and virtuous? What, what did he see? And, and he did see them. Question number nine, what would you like to change about her? I wanted to make sure that he was seeing her warts and all, that that he was aware of some of her weakness and some of the areas where she needed to grow. And and he did, and he, he was okay with that. He had a pretty good, accurate uh, assessment of her. So that was number nine. What would you like to change about her? Question 10 is, what are the things that you and our daughter pretty much agree on? And there were many, many things that they agree on. Uh, he just, Convinced me that there was a great deal of compatibility between the two of them. Number 11. What are the things that you and our daughter disagree about? And there were a few of those things. Number 12. When you and our daughter disagree about something, how will you solve that disagreement? And he gave a really good answer for that, too. Number 13. How do you think a wife should be submissive to her husband? What does that mean to you? You know, I I wanted to to make sure that he wasn't looking at her as someone that would cater to his every whim without ever questioning or challenging him, uh, that that she truly would have a voice in their marriage, and uh, that he didn't look at her as just some piece of property that he could manage and uh, it was entirely the opposite he gave he gave a great answer f- uh, for that about that whole uh, submissive issue number 14 when it comes to decision making in your marriage how much input do you think our daughter should have in that process a- and there too again i was looking to make sure that he saw her as uh, someone having a voice in their marriage number 15 there's a passage in the book of ephesians that says that husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church what does that mean to you and you know he seems to, he seems to know what that means and again another pretty good answer number 16 what about kids how will you raise your children he as i recall he talked uh, talked about how he was raised and how Jennifer was raised and how that was quite similar. And so they saw uh, raising kids as being similar to how they were raised. And then finally, the the last question I asked is, what kind of relationship do you want to have with your in-laws? And that was really quite interesting to me as I listened to it on the tape because I had forgotten about it. But he was he was very diplomatic. Uh, basically, he said, and very wise, he said, um, uh, "We want to we want to hear input, but when we make a decision, we want our decision respected." And I saw that played out in the twenty six years that they've been married. Uh, that you know, occasionally they would ask for advice. Lots of times they didn't, and when they made decisions, and they were very very few that we didn't agree with. Uh, we, we had to keep our mouth shut. And I think that's one of the hardest jobs of being the parent of, a, of an adult child is, is knowing when to when to speak and when to be quiet. And most of the time, it's, it's to be quiet. And that can be quite difficult at times. So there you have it, the 17 questions that you can ask the man who wants to marry your daughter. And again, you can find them at johnsertalic.com forward slash resources. Now, if you happen to have a daughter or, or a son for that matter, you could benefit from what I learned when Tim asked for permission and my blessing to marry our daughter. Here's what I learned. First of all, I learned about the strength of character of my future and son-in-law. I learned how he felt about traditions I learned to the extent he wanted to have a relationship with us and what he desired in that relationship. I learned he was willing to put up with what must have been the most awkward of meetings for him, all because he loved my daughter and was willing to do this for her. Secondly, I learned that my daughter, in her choice of a mate, still hung on to the values by which she was raised. I never took this for granted. For I know it's not unusual for people her age to reject the values they grew up with. This wasn't the case with Jennifer, and this was just very encouraging to me. A third thing I learned through this meeting with Tim was that uh, it is a great honor and privilege to be the father of a 22-year-old woman. I learned I still had a role to play in my daughter's life, no matter how old she is. And in the years since, I've, I've seen the same thing, which I greatly appreciate. Number four, I learned that Jennifer's brother, our son Michael, wanted to be involved to be part of this important family event in the life of his sister, that he had some skin in the game too. Either that or he wanted a free breakfast. Number five, I learned that by asking difficult but important questions, it gives a father hope for his daughter's future when those questions are answered well. And it did in this case. It gave me confidence that their marriage had a really good chance of succeeding. And lastly, number six. I learned that more than permission to get married, your children on the verge of marriage want your blessing too. You know, that's what Tim asked for. He asked not just for permission to marry Jennifer, but he also wanted our blessing on their marriage. So it's important to look for ways to do that. Look for ways to be encouraged by your child's choice of a spouse. It will help them both get off to a good start. They've been married 25 and a half years now. When I listened to the tape of our 1992 breakfast conversation the other night, I appreciated that Tim is the same person today in character he was 26 years ago. Janet and I are so grateful for that fact, especially since we have friends who have had just the opposite experience, where their daughters married men who turned out to be not what they seemed to be before the wedding. We are so blessed. Thank you, Tim. Now, before I close, here's the main takeaway from today's episode, our show in a sentence. Look for reasons to bless the choice your daughter makes in the man she will spend the rest of her life with in marriage. Well, how can you respond to today's show? You know, you you never know if your kids will marry or not. You know, most will. To prepare for your kids who do marry, it's never too early to start praying for their spouse and how they are being raised right at this moment. When we marry, all of us bring some baggage into the marriage. Pray for your child's future spouse that their baggage will be a small carry-on you can store under the seat in front of you, rather than a steamer trunk that takes up half the space in the cargo hold. You can help your children now, even if they just started school, by helping them evaluate their choice of friends. Help them to see what you see, Help them to see what they can't see. Help them to decide over time what's important to them in relationships. Help them to know how to break off a friendship when it's appropriate and also how to start a new one. And most importantly, you know, if you forget everything else of this podcast, I want you to remember this, and that is help your children to see who brings out the best in them and who brings out the worst. It's such an important criteria not only for friendship, but also for marriage. I want my kids to marry someone who brings out the best in them, not the worst. Well, these kinds of relationship skills are never too early to learn, and they will pay big dividends if and when your children see in someone the potential for a lifelong partner in marriage. And now our relationship quote of the week it's about questions which has been the topic of today's episode a prudent question is one half of wisdom a prudent question is one half of wisdom i really like that it comes to us from sir francis bacon yeah he must be the guy they named that omelet after that i had when tim and i got together that cheese and bacon omelet sir francis bacon a prudent question is one half of wisdom. Well, I'm glad you listened into to today's episode. I mentioned briefly in passing in an earlier episode about the list of questions I asked our daughter's husband-to-be. One of our listeners, Terry, asked if I would do an episode on this topic. So thank you, Terry, for that suggestion. I've gotten other ideas from other people on relationship topics as well, and I'll be getting to them in future episodes. So Randy, please be patient with me. Uh, Your suggestions will be coming up soon. And I'd like to hear from the rest of you with relationship topics you'd like to see addressed in the show. Finally, remember in the days ahead what you were made for. You were made for life-giving, fulfilling relationships. We're here together to learn how. See you next week. Goodbye for now.